Bro. Hi, this is Justin Roberts, and you are listening to Three Count Thursday. Hope you enjoy. A little bit of the bubbly. I did it for the rock. Give me what I want. Everyone has a price for the million dollar man. <laughs> it's about the 14 years it took me to go from undesirable to un-goddamn deniable. Mamma mia! Three ain't enough now, I need five. Welcome in Jim, Ryan, Matt, Tim and intern Mark. They think they got the answers. I change the questions. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Three Count Thursday. Live here, right on our Facebook page. We are glad to be with you again this week. It is Thursday, June the 11th, 2020. We, of course, are the podcast of the millennium. Uh, we have tons to talk about this week, including the Queen, Once More Gold, Bay Bay Ain't Going Anywhere, and another pay-per-view. But first, check out 3CountThursday.com. That's where you'll find all of our social media links, our YouTube channel, our merchandise at whatamaneuver.net, uh, our collar and elbow brain deal. You get 10% off by using the promo code 3Count at collarandelbowbrand.com. Uh, also, you can uh, check out our Patreon. Our home network is uh, NGSC Sports at ngscsports.com. And we also stream daily at liebsports.com, which is, of course, L- L-E-E-I-B oh. sports.com. Thank you, Ryan. I wasn't sure if you were uh, so ingrained in your in your weekly reading uh, that you would get that or not. So I uh, I thank you. I thank you. Uh, we are back this week. No Tim. Intern Mark may be stopping by, uh, but if not, it will just just be the original trio, and that's okay as well. And if you are following along with us on the live video, we'd appreciate if you give us a like, give us a share, and uh, get as many people in here uh, as possible and interact with us as the night goes on. We'd appreciate that uh, as well. Um, if you missed the breaking news a little bit before we uh th- ryan is uh, has a beverage tonight thank you ryan um if uh if you missed the breaking news paul Heyman no longer uh head of creative over at monday night raw it is now the bruce pritchard show on monday and on friday uh so yeah bruce is in charge of raw and smackdown creative uh that coming from the wwe just uh maybe about an hour ago i believe so, uh, shouldn't change much with SmackDown because he was already in charge of SmackDown. But uh, I guess we'll see come uh, come Monday if it changes anything with uh, Monday Night Raw. Interesting uh, little tidbit there. So, and and it said like in the release, it said that Heyman is going to focus more on his on screen duties. But we haven't seen uh, Brock Lesnar since he lost at WrestleMania. So I don't know what on-screen duties Paul Heyman really has at this point, uh, unless Brock's coming back or Heyman has a new client or something like that. So, 
Oh, Ryan, in case you were wondering, I am drinking a Coors Light. Oh, I can I can switch it up if we need to. Ooh, a little McDonald's. Sweet tea? Unsweet tea? Uh, no, just a Coke. Always Coke. It's, it's always Coke at, uh, at McDonald's for Ryan. It used to be Mountain Dew at Arby's, but they, they changed it. Used it used to be. Yeah, yeah they, and that was that was a bullshit move. Yeah, that was that that rocked Ryan's world to the core. Didn't like that very much. <laughs> so what's the beverage of choice when you go to Haas's? Haas at Mountain Dew. Okay. Yeah, if it, Pepsi there. yeah, I was say if there if it's a if it's a Pepsi if it's a if it's a Pepsi world, then you're Mountain Dew. If it's Coke, you're you're Coca Cola. Right, and I don't I don't I don't switch from that. There's yeah, no well, I, mean, I mean, why would you? Why would you? Why would you ever? Right, why would anybody? Why why would you know anybody like? ever just stray off the off the path? You know what you like, you color within the lines, you'll be fine. Sure, sure. Um Did everybody Haas is opening though soon. Their salad bars, they're opening soon. That's probably where Mark's at. He's uh, in line waiting. <laughs> that, that I know when we talked about that the other week that maybe the takeout business at Haas is just just wasn't bringing the crowds in, and that's why you think? <laughs> that's why they had to shift uh, to uh, reopening the salad bar. Now, here's the thing. Jim, uh, I know I know you've eaten at Haas's. Matt, I'm not sure if you've ever dabbled in Haas's. I don't know. But did you ever go there for their steak? No. 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 Or their chicken? No, I think, see, we were or discussing, their, we were discussing this. seafood? <laughs> yeah. We were discussing this last week when you were away. Like, uh, occasionally, like, when they would run, like, the 99-cent <laughs> cheeseburger special like with the salad bar, like maybe oh okay, I can get a I can get a dollar burger today, um, sure. but yeah, or like the onion loaf or something like that. If I really felt bad about myself that day, um, you know, or wanted to ruin my weekend, um, but otherwise, no, it was it's pretty much a salad bar. Um, but now now here's the here's the the question. And this doesn't just apply to uh, to the Haas's salad bar, but like any place that's like a buffet salad bar, anything like that. The, like say they reopen tomorrow. Are are you are you partaking in the uh communal food world yet? On day one. I'll go day one if I'm like one of the first people there. If I get to Haas's and there's a line already, then You're I'm out. You're out. There won't be. There won't be. It's Haas's. I say if anything, it's gonna be intern Mark. You know, and and you'll just have to watch him to make Mark sure. Mark will be ahead of you. Yeah, like you'll just have to watch him, make sure he washed his hands, and uh, and th- and that's about he's gotta, it. He's got to be free of all those roots market germs. <laughs> yeah, I I have a feeling, and this is just me. It is going to be a while till I uh, till I dine at any uh, like shared utensil uh, facility. Uh, just no more family cupboard. Um, you know, it, 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 see now family cupboards, a place where you can go and, and, and actually just get a meal. You like, that's, that's not a that's place fair. where like you go just to get the salad bar. Cause they do have really good food, but yeah, I, I don't think they I'm do going to be partaking food. in many buffets anytime soon, which is a shame because obviously look at me. I, I love buffets. What are you doing with the microphone behind you? Oh, it's just it's just hanging out. Is that, is that out on there. a mic stand? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's on a mic stand. It's just it's just for decoration. Okay. The walls look ta- different. The walls talking to me. I miss you guys in studio. Like I just figured, That's you, fair. you know, I've been in quarantine for three months. I've missed you guys. Uh, the walls start talking to you. Maybe I don't know. Matt, I love your name, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, I decided for this episode <laughs> that I would be. Uh, I'll change my name every time someone new starts watching with us. So. 
Oh, wow. Uh, oh, Lee joined in. So, Lee, that the HBK's eye is for you. Um, you know, next person join in, I'll do something else. Uh, Jason. Mine and the... was just a reminder for Big Jim. <laughs> well, they, I, I, I unmuted us all at the start, and, and we're all good. I still had to go in and unmute myself. I don't know what's going I, on. Dude, it, it has got to just be whatever system you're on. Because last because week... I. I yelled what a maneuver from my book and ain't no one heard it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear it at all. Um breaks my heart. I thought you were gonna do like the, the nineties sitcom entry when they said and Ryan you would like peek out for <laughs> <laughs> We Dude, true story on this one, and I swear at some point we will talk wrestling tonight. Um but like out of out of all like the, the like I've been watching different shows. Uh I finally finished Glow, the season of Glow. I'm an episode into the Big Show show, who that was that 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 was a tough watch. I will finish the season, um, but that first episode didn't didn't make me resume watching the second one right away. Um, I have now so I have now finished. I watched the the new season of Thirteen Reasons Why uh, this week. Um, that's a heavy watch. That that show. Um, Maybe not the best for me to like to watch right now because like, but but I've gone back on 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 uh, Hulu and started watching uh, some like older sitcoms again just for like just for for and I've and I've started watching Step by Step uh, recently again. So good old Frank Lambert and uh, wow. uh, Carol Carol. Uh, so you know that's that that's that's been occupying my time. Of course, in wrestling as well, but um, of course. A little wrestling in there, yeah, a little now. bit, a little bit, yeah. I don't know, like, if anybody else in in the in the comments, if you if you've been reaching back into the like the archives of some of your favorite shows just for like a little mindless entertainment, um, you know, let let us know what uh, what you've been watching. This will be my most controversial statement ever Uh-oh. on podcast of Three Count Thursday. Um, but since you brought up. Step by step. And Jim, this is probably going to upset you more than anyone, I would think. Okay. Give me Al over Topanga every day. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no. Now, don't get me wrong. Al, stunner. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. But Topanga, was, I mean, you can have her. I'll, have, I'll, I'll keep my Topanga. And, uh, yeah, oh, I'm going to have to co-sign that on Jim there. Yeah. Jim's got it right. Got it right. Um, we're also working our way through the final season of Fuller House on Netflix as well. So, um, it, uh, you know, we, we're, 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 we're keeping busy as much as we can uh, with shows. But uh, did everybody did we watch? Did Matt, you guys? Are, Go ahead. Are you, are you a 13 Reasons Why guy? Did you watch that? Um, I read the book. I watched the first season, and that was enough for me. Um, yeah. I, uh, I don't like to find myself rooting for teen suicide, but that's kind of what I ended up doing by the end of, of season one. Um, and was just a little upset that it wasn't like a mass thing because I didn't like any single character on that show. Um, and to me, the book itself kind of like romanticizes it. So I, I don't know that necessarily it's like great reading material, but, uh, sure. you know, it the message is there i get it um but from what i've heard of like season two i'm kind of glad i did not partake 
in that. Yeah, it gets crazy. Yeah, they they stray away from the from the main idea of episode or of season one pretty quickly, and then they just repeatedly jump the shark. Um, <laughs> you know, with 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 the same with the same story. Yeah, so I mean, when the main character kills herself off in season one, it's hard to move on. But yeah, they've. Uh, I don't know. I fell in love with the characters. I really did because I don't think I like any of them. Like you said, I think they they're all heels. Um, to to talk wrestling a little bit, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, every once in a while, you got to cheer for a heel. Sure. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 definitely it's if 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 you're into the show, it's a it's a it's a kind of a weird journey, like like mentally through that show. Um, and uh, but it, it uh, yeah, I, I I enjoyed Ryan. I look forward to when you um actually finish the the season uh to be able to oh, uh, this morning. Yeah, I finished it. This okay, morning. okay, yeah. Interesting, interesting way, way it finished up. I was very surprised. I won't spoil anything. I was waiting for a car to come and just fucking hit the car. <laughs> yeah, like you know what I mean. Exactly. I, like I, I was so tense watching like the last scene because it's like, are they are they going to do something that's that's just going to totally screw with you at the very end or? Uh, but uh, we'll leave it at that. Spoiler alert: They don't get hit. <laughs> there you go. Uh, <laughs> Devin says he does recommend, and I, I I did enjoy this show when it was on. My name is Earl. Uh, it was always a, a, a fun little easy watch. So um, let's jump in. Ever, I don't think I ever watched it. Oh, I, I think you would enjoy it. I actually think ever. you would enjoy it. But I don't know if you if you want to like get into that now. If, if it's too late. Way too late. Way too late. Now you, but you did get into the office too late and enjoyed the hell out of that. And Parks and Rec loved it. Mm-hmm. Parks and Rec loved it. Very good. <laughs> uh, did ever, did we? Yeah. Did you guys watch Takeover? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about a little bit about it here. Um, obviously, uh, you know, well, let's talk about the the backlot brawl uh, because over the last couple of months, you know, we've we've seen all of these uh, cinematic matches and. Um, you know, some have been better than others. Some have been like instant classics, uh, things like that. Um, Adam Cole defeating uh, the Velveteen Dream. Uh, this one, I felt like it missed a little bit with me. Um, uh, I, it was still a fine, uh, fine piece of, of entertainment or whatever, um, but it, it just it didn't have the same feel for me as as the other cinematic matches like easily this one was my least favorite uh, of the cinematic matches so far um I, it just it felt weird how like it's a backlot brawl um i i don't care that the ring was there but like i thought it was a little odd that in a backlot brawl you had to have the, the fall f- happen in the ring like I, I like to me that that was a little odd right off the jump and then um it just I don't know, and and maybe it's because I, I I wasn't trying to like imagine that it was going to be like the Goldust and and Roddy Piper the Hollywood backlot brawl from WrestleMania 12, but it just it just didn't, and I and I think Nick kind of hits it on the head here in the comments. He said um, it seemed a little forced at times, more than the other one. I think I think that's a that's a great way to put it, and because it just. Like I felt like, and even at, even at fourteen fifty seven, I felt like there it felt a little long. None of the other ones to me really. I felt like, oh my god, this is dragging on. This one, I was just like, I, I just kind of lost my interest at times. 
I would rather have watched 14 minutes and 57 seconds of the Big Show show than watch this match. Wow. <laughs> that bad, there huh? Was, there was absolutely no reason when you have two guys that can go the caliber of Adam Cole and the Velveteen Dream to put them in a restriction, like a pre-recorded match with so much gaga and bullshit. It didn't need to happen. My least favorite match on the card. Absolutely my least favorite cinematic match. It's definitely my least favorite match on the card. I, I'll I'll even I'll agree with that one as well. Uh, before we get Matt's thoughts on it, Ryan, if there's a if there's a different match on this card that you you would have preferred in the cinematic world, which one would it be? Is there or, or it, it, I don't think any of the matches needed to have it. You think NXT should just stand on its own as as its wrestling show? I don't need. I'm not saying that. This I'm just I feel this like card this was forced. Stood. It didn't need this card didn't need anything. The in your house portion of it. Um keep it then in the house. Like that's it's simple enough. That's um, fair. There's nobody now that on the top of my head that I can think of that needs to have a cinematic match right now. Karrion Cross, maybe you could do something really cool with him, but you're gonna have to give him six some months to to really grow and develop his character. I don't think any of these matches needed needed to have that. Very good. Matt, thoughts on the uh, backlog, bro? Yeah, um, I'm definitely the worst of the cinematic matches. You know, I think we're all in agreement with that. Um, you know, Ryan, you're absolutely right. It just didn't need to happen at all. You have two very good wrestlers. You don't really need the show like that. Um, and it just it took away from what they are able to do just because of the over-the-top aspect of it. You know, it like you can have a cinematic match be campy, like please by all means, but you have to do it the right way or it just kind of just distracts you from what's going on. And I think there wasn't enough of a balance between, you know, the cinematic aspect and the actual wrestling. And it just, it all fell flat. And, um, you know, it, it's a shame because NXT hasn't ever really needed that kind of thing. We don't, get a ton of gimmick matches in NXT just because they let the wrestling speak for itself. So um, I understand why they wanted to capitalize off of this because they have had some very good cinematic matches. Um, It's just, I think they picked two wrong people and I think they picked the wrong time to do it. You got to let it cool off a little bit. Like we've seen so many cinematic matches now that, you know, we don't need one on every card. Um, I hope, we get some cards without them um, just because at the risk of like, we like them because it's new and it's not new anymore. So like take a pause. Don't, don't just keep shoving this down our throats. Yeah. And, and it kind of falls into this trap. Like this is the third straight weekend now that, that we, that we have a pay-per-view. So like, you know, two weeks ago when we had the, the, the um, oh, crap, the stadium stampede, like, that was that was awesome. Uh, the, you know, you come back with this, and, and it just kind of missed a little. Now I know um, this weekend, and, and we'll talk about obviously the backlash card. Uh, the the it's reported that the Orton Edge match is pre-recorded, but I don't necessarily think that it's it's going to be like the like the cinematic master. Like you know what I mean? Like like it's i don't think it's going to be built up in 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 this sort of a fashion that that it's going to be that way devin says this is also his least um liked cinematic match so yeah i think i think we're all kind of in agreement 
that this match just like it, it just it just didn't really add up. And and it's a shame because like you know I I enjoyed the rest of the card. Um, and and I you know I I, I thought that uh, everybody else kind of brought it. Yeah, and it is kind of a shame that um, you know Adam Cole and Velveteen Dream. Like we we know how in, incredibly talented both of these guys are. Uh, and the match that they that they could have had, and and um, th- this at least while Adam Cole is champion, um, is kind of the end of that uh, of that opportunity for these guys. But um, it's kind of looking at the the show as a whole. Um, I like I loved the set. Like they they got me they they got me at the beginning. It was it was exactly what I wanted it to be. Uh, you bring back Todd Pettengill. You bring back the old style commercials. Um, you know, it, it, it really, really, uh, they, they hit the nostalgia things. I thought code orange's performance at the beginning could, I, I, I could have, I could have left it. I didn't need it. Uh, didn't really know who code orange was. Um, apparently not a lot of other people do too, because those shirts apparently didn't sell much like they thought they were going to on the WWE shop. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, the Ico pro commercial, the old, like the, the shop style, uh, commercials um, and and a good seeing Todd Pettengill back in uh, in the WWE fold, even if it is just for one night. That uh, you know, I I said if they didn't give me the the, the retro set, it was going to be an automatic F. So I was pleased from the start that I didn't have to fail this pay per view. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, Code Orange is it was that the band's name? Yeah, is yeah. That, is that the same group that does uh, Alistair Black's theme? I think. I, I believe so. Who the hell is this? It seems, it seems screamy like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Um, yeah, I had no clue really uh, who they who they were uh, and why they were. It just, you know, like it, it comes on and even like, and here's the thing. My wife, she watched the whole pay-per-view with me. Like, I don't know yeah, if, if we're having like Ryan withdrawal during pay-per-views because, you know, we, we can't we can't have you over right now, but... Um, yeah, like, and even, even when, like, they're performing, she goes, well, this is kind of unnecessary. <laughs> like, um, oh, they, they also did The Fiend, The Fiend's, uh, the, the, the new, The Fiend theme. So, uh, they're, they're, they're kind of in the, uh, the, the WWE mix. Uh, but yeah, overall it was. Who the hell is this? And, and that's, that's kind of how I feel about Code Orange. Um, that's CFO's not even. never got a t-shirt. What's that? The CFO's never got a T-shirt. Uh, no, and and neither did Flo Rida. So something is something is amiss. Like it just seems like such an odd odd piece of merchandise to make. Like you know, like if if you're a Code Orange fan, even if you're a Code Orange fan and a WWE fan, I feel like that's still a weird sell. Like you're either gonna have like Code Orange merch or or wrestling shirts. I don't feel like you're gonna buy <laughs> gonna buy the mashup of the two. Maybe that's just me. I know yeah. a few people that are going to be getting orange shirts for Christmas. <laughs> 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 I don't know, Matt. I don't know I don't if they'll ever make it to the clearance side. page. <laughs> um, but uh, do you have a match? Here's the deal. I hate to be this way. Code Orange has forty three thousand followers on Facebook or on, on sorry on on Twitter. Forty three grand is not a large number. No. No, for for a band. Now they have they have the check mark, so they are verified. They're a legit band, but forty three thousand is not a large number. 
for the WWE to be partnering and throwing right, up you would, for them. Yeah. It is very weird. Yeah, that is that is that does seem a little um, small, but I mean, it you know, maybe, yeah, I, I don't know, and and I'm not saying necessarily it was a bad song. It just it felt very odd, like the 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 performance, like wrestling enough in an empty crowd is 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 weird, uh, you know, or like the so, the. You think you think Triple H is the fan of Code Orange? Um. Maybe I, I honestly don't know. Like I feel like he's he's probably somewhat similar to Vince that like he doesn't listen to music except for what's on when he's working out. Like like I, I just I just feel like he 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 could just take or leave music. It's all wrestling for him. I I, I, could I feel can't it. wait till Rick Ashley just comes on while he's lifting weights one time and we get never going <laughs> to give you up to fucking. Uh... To, to theme st- a pay per view. Start a pay per view. That's a shirt I would buy. You give me that limited edition shirt. That one I'm buying. Um, let's uh, let's talk about the rest of the card. Was there was there a match? Uh, well, what did you? What, which match did you like the best? Uh, Ryan, we'll start with you. Uh, the the women's championship match I thought was really a really really good match. Um, yeah, so that's the one that I liked the best. If that's your question, that's my answer. Okay. Yeah, Matt. That was also my choice. Um, I thought that one delivered more so than the rest um, in terms of the finish, uh, the overall wrestling quality, storyline moving forward. Uh, I think it, it gave it all to us. Um, so, I mean, and I, I think we kind of always mentioned that NXT's women's division needs like this refocus, rebranding, and I think they did a good job with that, so... Um, that would be my pick as well. Yeah, no, I I, I love that match. Um, I also really enjoyed the North American title match, but the the one that um, the one that caught me by surprise and in a good way um, was carrying Cross and Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, I kind of expected that one to be, you know, hey guys, go out there and do your thing, um, you know, and we were going to kind of get maybe like a you know fifteen twenty. 22 minute classic or something like that and uh carrying cross ran through Tommaso Ciampa in 613 it was the shortest match of the night and I think that was the perfect way to do it because you know you're you're if you're introducing him and that character and that presentation to this NXT audience um well who's a better person to uh Jesus, Matt, your name. <laughs> um, uh, who's a, who's a better person than to run clean through than than Tommaso Ciampa? Like you know, there's there's only a couple other people uh, on the NXT roster that that you can you can run through like that and and make that much of an impact. So that that to me um, was uh, my favorite match. Devin uh, says his was uh, Keith Lee and Johnny Gargano. Uh, Nick says the way they had cross run through Ciampa was the proper way to make him look like a beast, like the beast he is. And now we'll see him down the road challenge and beat, uh, Cole, which if it, you know, I didn't have a chance to watch NXT last night. Uh, but, uh, I, I saw the, um, Scarlet with the hourglass and kind of sending a message, uh, to Adam Cole. So, you know, maybe I would assume the next takeover is, is SummerSlam weekend, um, so and and obviously at this point you know we're 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 two and a half months out ish 
from SummerSlam uh, kind of up in the air as to whether or not uh, it'll still be a performance center slash full sale weekend um, for, for NXT and WWE at that point. If there's going to be uh, any sort of fans um, at that point, I, I do have maybe an update on, on the return of, of fans to the WWE coming up in the uh, news and rumor roundup at the end of the show. So uh, make sure you stick with us uh, on that one. Um, but overall, guys, uh, you know, it was a six-match. I thought Balor and Priest delivered, too. Um, you know, I, I, top to bottom, I thought this was a really fun card. Um, was it the best takeover? No. But this was the first takeover uh, in this uh, empty arena era or, you know, wrestlers as fans era. Whatever we're, whatever we're calling this at this point. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I enjoyed it. Like it, it. It had a different feel. So you gave the two fart to the cinematic match and then said top to bottom really fun card well okay uh, b- besides <laughs> that the the in your house okay portion of the card top to bottom real fun the uh sure. yeah the the other one still you know still definitely um get, gets us that uh grade grade the show let's grade the show uh ryan what grade first is of you- all Two two takeaways. You had an entire Tommaso Champa segment, and you didn't once play the Tomato Champs. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Soundbite that you. I'm had, sorry. I'm slipping. I'm, I'm tired so, today. Tomato Champs. Too late now. It's never too. It's never out. too late. You can always Definitely. you can always watch Star Wars, Ryan. You can always no. You can always to. watch. Why my name is Earl. Do you know how many movies I'd have to watch? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. There is a lot. Yeah, it's like 13. I know. And it's not even fucking, it's not even done yet. I know, but dude, we have the time right now. We all have Third, the time. Like 13 movies plus the side, the side projects. Yeah, we we have the time, Ryan. It's it, We have the time. I don't need that. That's all I'm saying. I don't need that. Wait. Take much. away. What's the other takeaway? I don't, I don't fucking remember now. <laughs> I mean, you also missed out on a number of merchandising. I, I, you know, I am slipping. I'm going to hit it again. Just. Merchandising, merchandising. I'm sorry. I, it's, it's. I'm tired. Okay. My, my, I, I, I haven't slept well this week. I'm tired. Uh, so yeah, I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. I'm slipping on the board. I'm gonna try to do better the rest of the show. Um, we'll kick it off. Devin gives the show a B. So let's let's start it. Let's start it to you, Ryan. What what grade do you give NXT Takeover in your house? I would give it. Because the main event or the the, uh, the main event was fine, the, the men's championship match, the cinematic uh, uh, turd, um, really really hindered it for me. So I am going to say this was an eighty one percent. So, so a, a, a B minus. Now I had a professor in at Kutztown, and uh, this is the only reason I got a D in his class. Thanks a lot. Yeah, not that one, but it, <laughs> but. Uh, uh, th- there was a professor that it was 80 through 100 was an A. The 70s were a B. The 60s were a C. The 50s were a D. And 49 and below was failing. And uh, and D's get, well, not for me, but D's get degrees. Um, I, I passed pass his class with like a 53. I don't even remember what. So it was a science, I think. Um fucking high on quaaludes what the hell i mean the pos- he was old he was an old professor so he might he might have been high on quaaludes Jesus. um 
But uh, yeah, I, I I got through that class with a fifty three for a D. Uh, like I said, still don't have a degree, but I, I did not fail that course. Uh, Matt, what would your grade be for in your house? Uh, man, a B minus. That's a little rough, Ryan. I was gonna go straight B as well because aside from the cinematic match, I thought it was overall very well. I would say though, probably the worst takeover now, in my opinion. Okay, I think I could agree with that. I think I can agree with that. Um, I am going to give it, and now this is this is based on uh, the nostalgia of the thing. I'm going to give this an A minus, and the reason that the minus, oh, for fuck's sake, the minus is because of the cinematic show. You gave me the set. You gave the bonus. The bonus was Todd Pettengill. Uh, if they could have convinced. Um, Michael P.S. Hayes to reprise the role of Doc Hendricks, which he poo-pooed all over, that that might have salvaged and actually gotten this thing to a flat A or even an A plus, despite despite oh my God. the uh, the backlot brawl. But you know, I, I will I will give this an A minus. <laughs> my lowest grade ever, an A plus. <laughs> um. <laughs> But uh, it, it definitely was not a uh, a normal takeover. Jason gives it an A minus. Nick says he ha- he has to say this is the first NXT card for him that's slightly disappointed. It was solid. It was good, but not the caliber of the others. So uh, for uh, he did not give a grade on that, but he did uh, leave it as um, as a, a, a you know a, a disappointment of sorts. Now, Matt, you said this one replaces whatever your 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 least favorite takeover would have been. Is that was that what what was that Philly takeover Philly? Yeah. Okay, because that's the one I always go to as well. Yeah. That just and I just pulled up the card. The card's not awful, so I don't have to go back and watch it to see what I didn't like about it. But uh, we don't. We yeah, I don't know. The card's not awful. That NXT Philly, like we all always are, like oh yeah, terrible. Which pains me because you know it's Philly, but. I've always right. been like, yeah, nope, didn't like it. Well, and the, the main event was spectacular. The main event was Gargano Andrade, right? Correct. Yeah, and 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 that. But, I mean, the card reads really good, dude. I mean, it's Alistair Black, Adam Cole in an Extreme Rules match, Velveteen Dream versus Cassius Ono, which meh, meh. Ember Moon, Shayna Baszler. I don't remember that one working well at all. Yeah, I don't. I don't. That one just doesn't sound like it was a great match. Undisputed Era versus the Authors of Pain. Okay, they're not they're not awful. No, and and the, the, the Authors of Pain in NXT were better than they ever were on the main roster. Right. This is with Paul Ellering as well. So. Right. So that you know that adds a different flavor to it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it just it just uh maybe it just it just didn't deliver. And and again, that was the one where we were um we did the the, the CWA show. So we you know, we were watching that one, you know, delayed and um you know, kind of catching it after the fact, which which may be part of it. Like, you know, maybe that that's part of why it was just like eh yeah, like, I mean, if you, if you remember, like, that CWA, like, the fan experience there, that crowd was hot. I mean, 
<laughs> we're probably just like riding that high. You know, we got the soundbite of all sound bites. Uh, you know, or the, the originator sure. of the, uh, the the soundbite of all sound bites in uh, in in what a maneuver. So um, it uh, yeah, it, it it was a you know maybe that it was just part of the whole the whole situation. Um, J- Jason says, does anyone would... like anything from Philly? The worst part of the card was the location. Wow. That who was that? That uh, that is uh, AEW's number one fan, Jason. Yeah, he earned himself a block. Fuck you! Oh <laughs> damn! Wow! Wow! That's a dude. You're sounding like me all of a sudden. He has a top fan badge, Ryan. And... I, oh, does he? Oh, that's Moppy. Moppy. Okay. Fuck yeah. Philly. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. You know, just 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 let it just let it ride. Then if he's got the if he's got the I top, I didn't know we had the top fan badge. My bad. At oh, oh my goodness, <laughs> Matt, I love your name again. By the way, I don't know if Jim's noticed this one, but that name changes. Yeah, no, that that's the one I was laughing at uh, a, a little bit earlier. Oh no, okay, that one. Uh, that we one definitely. You haven't had any new uh, new people join the. Well, I just I just reshared the links uh, or the actual the actual link to uh, to the Twitter, so maybe we'll we'll get a, l- a little jump oh, I love in a there. Good tweet. Let's uh, let's let's talk about let's look ahead look forward again third weekend in a row, uh, I believe. Oh, Matt, yes. Um, and I don't know. You might have brought this up or planned to have brought it up later, um, but Randy Orton's tweet about the show. Um, were we going to discuss that? Oh, the 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 leg slaps and that. Yeah, no, that was uh, that was a fun little uh, back and forth with uh, with him. And, uh, that's not the first time that he's done something like that, but I, like I was trying to remember because there was a time where he was kind of like being a sarcastic dick about something, and I couldn't remember. Wait, exactly. are we talking about Randy Orton or me? Either way. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> but no, he he was uh, he was going at Tomato it. Chips. He was going at it with uh, with Champa on uh, on Twitter, talking about like the leg slaps and and this and that. Um, so I don't know if that's a little if that's a little foreshadowing if and when because I know we we talked about last week uh, potentially a uh, chip call up to the main roster, um, which you know it, it, and I, I kind of said that if there's a time to do it, this is probably it because um, you know Tomato chip has, has said many times that he doesn't want the travel schedule of of the main roster. Um, well. <laughs> There's a time as as any to 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 make that move. You just have to get to uh, the performance center instead of full sale, uh, you know. So I, I think you should probably be okay there. Um, but hey, it, you know, I, I'd be I'd be all in for uh, a, a Randy Orton and Tomato Chips matchup because uh, you know the, the, the Randy Orton the last couple months has. has I, I'm not as big of an Orton fan as Ryan is, but uh, I, I, you know, I'm, I've definitely, uh, I've definitely been, uh, been digging what Orton's been doing the last couple of months, and um, yeah, I'm, I, I'd be all uh, on board. I think Orton, it's pretty. Orton is a guy I have never owned, and you know, I'm opening myself up for the Christmas gift. Yeah, I'm just gonna take it. Owned- Never owned a Randy Orton shirt. Buy Matt <laughs> Randy Orton shirt. Got it. <laughs> Ryan, you missed the discussion last week, but you had brought up 
weeks prior of like not every wrestler back in the attitude era having merch so can you think of anyone merchandising merchandising can you think of anyone currently on the roster main or even nxt at this point that does not have any merch like just off the top of your head nxt i think everybody got covered when they everybody made those really really bad uh Like yeah, like the one time shirts. Like the custom yeah, like the, the WWE the custom shirt. The, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that took care of most of the NXT brand. Um oh, off the top of my head I can't I can't think right now off the top of my head, no. Yeah, I I, I have a hard time uh, thinking of anybody that, that doesn't really. It just kinda seems to be like Hey, you're on TV. Here's a here's a T-shirt. You're you know somebody might know who you are. Here's uh here's here's a piece of merchandise. But like looking back, Is Mickey like, James still with the WWE. Mickey James. You're right. She probably doesn't have merchandise. Is she still under contract? I believe That's a good question. so. Let's look. I mean, they still got Dean Ambrose shirts up on the clearance shop. So I believe Contracts Mickey James right is is technically still. She's a commentator for WWE main event and performs. How is she really? And performs under the SmackDown brand. Maybe she's hurt right now. It says she's part of the SmackDown brand. Huh. Which I, I, mean, I don't. Goldberg's got like six different shirt options, so. Oof. But let's. Uh, I, I, I'm, I just jumped on the uh, the merch site. Thanks to Matt, I have one of them. Is that me? What? Yeah, my Goldberg shirt that you got me for Christmas last year. And uh, I think I might be. That. I'm going to try to share my screen here. Let's see if I, I can I do that. The Elias scarf. Can I share my? Screen? I do have the Elias scarf. That's a great scarf. <laughs> I'm not sure how to do that. I thought I can share screen. Jim, it's very tough to figure out. Uh something, something. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I thought, I thought I knew. It, Jim. I thought I knew how to do this, but I don't. I don't want to waste too much time. Among the things shared. Does Murphy have any merchandise? Oh, here we go. Wow. Did that did that come up on uh so Mickey <laughs> I see it up on the Zoomski. The there ballad of Mickey James. There you go, the ballad. No fucking way. Yeah. There it is. There's Mickey James. Alright, look up Murphy. Does Murph Murph have any uh Let's find out. Murphy Murph would be my next and I, lo- and I love how his name literally Yep, yeah, there it is. All part of oh, all, fuck. all part of that custom uh that custom one there. There it is, buddy. Best kept the best kept secret, that's buddy. A brutal start. Yeah, that's pretty. I mean, that's pretty rough. You didn't have to lie, Jim. You could have just said you wanted to like clear browser history before you shared. Your <laughs> well, like I, I forgot that I, I have all my tabs, and for a real quick second, I looked, and I'm like, okay, there's nothing incriminating, uh, nothing that can get me in trouble on the tabs. It's just sports, weather, eBay, and uh, and golf stuff. So. Nothing, nothing that can get me in too much trouble. Uh, on to the sunny OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's that's uh, that's tucked away in a, in a side folder. That's tucked away in a side folder. I don't want anybody. Dear God, I still up on the website, Jim? Uh, no, I just closed. I can get back to it. Oh, no, I think I got one. Okay, what what do you got? Who do you got? I'm gonna try you. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with Riddick Moss. Riddick Moss. Let's find out. Looking, looking, no, no, no results for Riddick Moss. And he was a champion. He was a champion. He was the, he was one of the uh, 24-7 champions. So he there we go. Champion. Ryan, Ryan won. He did it. 
Give Ryan a little. I had to pull it up, man. I had to pull up the roster. Yeah, no, well done. Because, quite frankly, you could have given me the rest of this show, and I couldn't have even remembered the fact that Riddick Moss was on the WWE roster. So, um, research, research, research can do a uh, can do a wonderful thing. If you're with us here in the live video, we appreciate that. Give it a like. Give it a share. Make sure you're following us on all of our uh, social media channels. Tim could not crack the case last week, so you know we just we just needed Ryan back to to solve the mystery of the wrestler with no merch. Like, because I was like, was there ever like a, a hardcore Holly shirt? Oh, <sighs> yeah, that uh, I have no idea. That's uh, always like my go-to when I'm thinking back to like Attitude Era. Someone that was like involved in storylines enough. That you would think might have that shirt. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna pull. I, mean, I, I don't think. Like I know he I has a pro like wrestling tease now. Ever had a shirt? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. No. Like I, I, I looked. I, I searched like hardcore Holly WWE shirt, and uh, and I don't see anything like back then. Like even like Crash Holly, like had just wore like the the the. WWF attitude shirt. Like I feel like if you didn't have a shirt, they just gave you one with the with the company logo on it. That's weird because I feel like I remember like Test had a shirt. Uh maybe, but I mean he was he was also in like that main feud with Triple H. So I don't like you know okay, yeah. he, you know, and I'm not trying to you know. I think there were I think there were TNA shirts for Test and Albert. I think they even existed. Yeah, that probably sounds about right. That probably sounds about right. Uh, all right, let's let's uh, let's jump ahead to uh, this Sunday, WWE Backlash. Uh, backrash. Back, back he raked my back. Yeah, no, he literally <laughs> raked um, but, uh But, yeah, WWE Backlash this Sunday, of course, uh, from the friendly confines of the WWE Performance Center. Uh, as, as has been the uh, the custom as of late, seven matches on the card as we sit here tonight um, with SmackDown tomorrow. Always the potential for something to be added or uh, something to be added over the weekend. As far as I know, uh, this is going. This is a live show with the exception of uh, Randy Orton versus Edge, which was uh, which was pre-taped, I believe, um, last Sunday, uh, the same day as. Uh, NXT uh, takeover. So hey, when when you're when you're putting on the greatest match ever, you need you need to be able to pre-tape it ahead of time to make sure it is the greatest match ever. Truth be told, I hope this match is a fucking roll up one two three right after the bell, <laughs> like just like the whole build to it, and then it's just whoop. Orton gets caught or Edge gets caught, and uh, and we're in and out uh, real quick. Two three, yeah, just just one two three. And we're done. And it's that. It's it's it's. I think actually, I think more people would rate that match higher. Um, not necessarily the greatest match ever, but than than what it could potentially be uh, if it goes too long. But we'll. I uh, hope the bell rings. The camera quickly cuts away and misses an edge spear, and then we get the <laughs> one, two, three. There we go. Even even better. Because and that would even make it better that it was a pre-tape and you still missed the spear. Yep. Um, all right, we're going to start at the bottom, work our way up. This is from the uh, from the Wikipedia uh, card. 
so we have Apollo Cruz defending his United States Championship against Andrade. Of course, Andrade uh, earning the uh, the shot here this past Monday on Raw. Um, in turn, Mark and I and Tim, uh, I got their picks earlier today. Uh, we all have Apollo retaining. Um, you know, we run the risk of playing the hot potato with the um, with the U.S. title and. Um, you know, I, I, I like what they've been doing with Apollo. Uh, you know, I, I called it back when, when he had the injury that took him out of the Intercontinental title tournament. I'm like, I think this is going to lead to him getting the U.S. title. Um, so I'd like to see him continue with the run. So uh, all three of us have Apollo. Ryan, what do you got? Yeah, this is going to be an A-minus match, so definitely Apollo. Matt, go ahead. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean... Apollo Cruz. Although, if Vince was truly woke, he would see what's going on with Terry Cruz and probably take the belt off of him. Yeah, yeah, potentially. Um, Devin has Apollo Cruz as well. Um, I feel like this is one of the easier matches on the card uh, to predict. Uh, then we have a triple threat tag team match for the women's tag team titles. Uh, new champions, by the way. That was a surprise uh, on SmackDown last week with Bailey and Sasha Banks uh, picking up the win. Now it is Bailey two belts, um, or Bailey dose belts. Sorry, Bailey dose belts, as she clarified uh, on uh, on on her Twitter page last weekend. Um, so they are defending against Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross and the two Conics, the uh, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. So. Um, intern Mark has Bailey and Sasha retaining, um, Tim and I, and, and this is just me. This is not on Tim's commentary. Uh, we both have, uh, Sasha and Bailey, uh, losing to the Iconics, uh, much like, uh, WrestleMania 35. Um, I did like the, uh, the, the photo shoot when, uh, when Bailey and Sasha did here, let's sit on the floor and, and cry. I thought that was uh, that was really good. So uh, I have the Iconics. Tim has the Iconics. Intern Mark has uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks retaining. Yeah, Jim. I think uh, I think you and uh, and old Timmy Boy are right here with the I Iconics. So uh, I will uh-huh. put my name under under you and under under you and Timmy and say this will be another A match. Timmy, uh, Matt, what do you got? I mean, I think it will be an actually good match. Um, <laughs> I don't know necessarily that they're going to take the belts off of Bailey Dose belts and Sasha real quick, um, but makes sense. Some more pettiness on Twitter from, from Sasha. I think that's the best Sasha that we get on social media. So I'd like to see it, but I think Bailey and Sasha retain all right, uh, we have uh, Devin says Bailey and Sasha uh, retaining as well. The throwers, D Nice and Charlie in the house. So uh, welcome, uh, welcome into the uh, the live video, Matt. We uh, we got a lot of new viewers in here, so uh, you're you're slipping, you're you're slipping as bad as as me. It's not giving me the notification when someone's joining. Oh, okay, that's what you're going by because I'm uh, I'm up to like eleven uh, eleven people. Up on uh, up on the live view right at this second, so that there are definitely more people in. Um, but uh, Ryan, I definitely I like your name on the screen. If you have if you're only listening on the podcast audio, you need to jump over um, 
on our Facebook page, on our YouTube page, and uh, and see the video, be, and you'll know what we're talking about um, when when we're talking about the names on the screen. Um, really digging deep for this one. I hope you enjoy. All right, it. I, I I will uh, I, I will wait here. You already enjoy it. I'll, I'll give us uh, the next uh, the next match uh, is the sing is a singles match between Jeff Hardy and Sheamus. <laughs> My God, that's a good one. Um, so, uh, Mark, Tim, and myself, we all have uh, Sheamus picking up the win here. Um, this match, like, I, I hope it's good. Like, I, I don't I don't have a lot of expectations for it. Um, I, I hope it's good, uh, but, uh, but we'll see. But we all have Sheamus picking up the win. Yeah, I think this one's probably going to go 22 minutes. And it's going to be a um, just a, just a barn burner, uh, probably an A plus match here. But uh, <laughs> Sheamus, okay, thank you, Ryan. Uh, Matt, <laughs> you got definitely do own a Sheamus T shirt, so I'm just based on that. I'm picking Sheamus. Which uh, which Sheamus shirt do you own? It's actually one that I got on eBay, and it I've never actually seen him wear it. But it just says like Seamus across, <laughs> and then there's just some like Celtic symbols behind it. I had like a fan made shirt that I ended up with, but <laughs> I had the one. It was like it was like a red like blotch of paint, and it had like that like coiled up like snake logo or whatever he has. And it was a cool shirt, but the thickness on the the red like paint stripe, it was like a freaking chest plate. It was worse than a John Cena T-shirt. Like you would, you would wear it, and it, and if it wasn't um like twenty degrees or lower, like because I'm fat, like the the chest sweat under that chest plate was it was absurd. I'm like, there's there's no this is not okay. Why would you ever put like this much printing on a shirt? Completely unnecessary. Complete ridiculous ridiculous a lot of growing up to do a lot of growing up to do the uh <laughs> this the cesaro uh real american shirt was just as bad as yeah. that i know exactly what you're talking about it just pulled you forward there was yeah so you, you know you're like you put it on and you're like, oh crap it's weighing me down it's like an anchor because you had the exact yeah, my- problem then with the Sasha Banks legit boss shirt, right? It was like, oh my oh. god. That right like the the yeah and and you know it's funny is like I bought the new edge shirt. You know, obviously it's a fat size. The the printing on the new edge shirt is like is like crust a tip, man. It is it is like just under the neckline all the way to the bottom of the shirt. Fantastic. I loved that legit boss t shirt. I get it and I'm not even kidding. Like if you're looking on the screen, the printing was this big on a 4XL, and I, like I took a picture of it, and I even emailed it to the WWE shop, and I'm like, "This is a joke, right? Like you guys were printing a bunch of like kids' mediums, and and somehow a 4XL fell onto the the printer, and 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 that and you just sent it out, like you're gonna send, and they they swore, that, and I, I wish I would have kept the email." But it, it legit. It, it actually said it was like no. This, uh, this is, this is how the shirt's supposed to be. We use one printing for every. I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> I've bought <laughs> merchandise before. I've never seen printing this small 
on a on a on a men's 4XL. It was the the dumbest thing I uh, I, I ever I, I ever had. I, I ended up. I mean, I ended up wearing it. Was a, it became a work shirt for me? But like, yeah, it was it was ridiculous. Um, oh, shirt. What's that? You still have that? No, no, no. That uh, that ended up like a goodwill or, or in the trash. One of the two. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, sh- I I really I should have kept it as well. Like just just for the humor factor. Um, but uh, I can't believe you never had a, a League of Nations shirt with Seamus on it. I, I that sounded like that would have been right up your alley. The me? whole League of Nations. Yeah, I had. Um, I think I had the the Rusev League of oh, Nations. Okay. It's either Rusev okay. or Barrett, I believe. I, one of those two, I had the the league. I, I, I and they, those were neat shirts. I actually did enjoy. I, I actually did like those. I have one. I actually might have the Sheamus one of there. I'd have to look. Oh, solid. Um, Devin has Jeff Hardy picking up the win over uh, Sheamus. Uh, wrong. <laughs> single singles match for the Raw Women's Title. We got Asuka taking on Nia Jax. Um, Myself, Tim, intern Mark, we all have Oscar retaining. Um, I, I, I just again, I, I don't see them moving, moving this title. Uh, I actually only have one title change, and I already predicted it. So, um, but if there was another one that was going to move, I feel like it would be this one. Like I, just, you know, like just be just the way that. The, the story's kind of progressed. Now, I know Nia got the upper hand uh, this past Monday. So, historically speaking, and I don't think we ever got Tim to, to do the homework on this one uh, to find out just how accurate it was. I think one of his first assignments after he joined the show was to dig back years into the archives and find out just how many times uh, the, the, that theory held true. Um, but, uh, yeah, I... I I'm I, like I said. I'm picking Oscar, but I, I I wouldn't be shocked if uh, Nia walks out with the Raw Women's Title. I also have Oscar winning here, but I have Oscar breaking one finger and losing an eye by the hands of Nia Jax. Okay, all right. So uh, who who really is the winner here? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe us, the viewer. I think maybe that that would be the winner. Uh, Matt, who do you got in this one? We win. Sure. Oscar get maimed. Okay. <laughs> no argument. I said, I said I don't know. I mean, it, it, it just all depends how it's executed. I have no idea. I mean, that standing tall theory, like, I mean, that does get thrown around a lot. You know, Jim, I see you coming back in as James niece is, is watching just because you want me to change the name and that doesn't count so this oh no no i i'm i'm i was trying to bring back up my uh the watch party okay because i had I mean, uh i had i had gone away from it there for a second high school jerry mcdonald always held true to the theory that the face always wins at wrestlemania and that was true until it wasn't so fair um the the standing tall thing it, it would be interesting to see so that's more of like an intern homework you know what the hell is Mark doing that, right now that... parks closed <laughs> closed oh hi Mark he, he's got the time to to do this um, but I don't I don't know why they would take the belt give it to Oscar just to give it to Naya 
right away when they could have just done that to begin with. So I, I have the belt remaining on Asuka, um, even though Nia's not like most girls. She is not. Um, and, and it's obviously got to stay on Asuka because two months from now, it's going to probably end up on Charlotte Flair anyway at SummerSlam. So uh, why bounce? Why, why move it over to, to Nia just to move it over to Charlotte in, in two months anyway? Uh, Devin has Asuka retaining. Um, then we have the two-on-one handicap match for the Universal Championship. Miz and Morrison um, challenging Braun Strowman. Uh, Ryan, uh, again. Ryan, yeah, Ryan froze again. <laughs> um, oh, I think he was changing his name. Maybe, maybe that was part. Of, maybe that was... <laughs> yeah. Oh no! <laughs> like again, and I and I said it. If you if you uh, are a patron uh, for us, I oh, know this is this was post Patreon. Um, Ryan had frozen, and I never know if you're messing with me or if you're if you are actually frozen. So. Uh, I will always throw it to Ryan, and if you're if you're uh, not frozen, then uh, you can respond. Um, but uh, Tim, Mark, and myself uh, have Braun Strowman retaining. Uh, as much as I would love to see, uh, you know, Lay Cool as uh, Divas Champion in the version of the Miz and Morrison, and what that would look like as Universal Champion, I feel like the Universal Title has had a hard enough time. People like really taking it legitimately, um, you know, because it's basically, like, been Brock Lesnar's prop forever, uh, and then it was, like, what we thought was the downfall of Bray Wyatt. Um, so uh, now that it's on Braun Strowman, um, I, I don't think they're going to move it, you know, this this close to him winning it. Uh, but I would, I would love to see it. But I have Strowman, uh, and so does Tim and Mark. Ryan, go ahead. Jesus Christ. And again, I don't know. I don't know if he's actually frozen or not. No? Okay. Right. Go ahead. Of course Braun Strowman's going to win this. It's going to be a dumb match. A+. Plus. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. What do you got? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't know why they would take it off of Braun at this point. It, it doesn't make any sense to do that. Um, I'm anxious to see what Jim's going to grade this overall. <laughs> from what top the, the bottom, I loved it except for these four matches. But you know what? A plus plus plus. <laughs> you mean like the show itself? Yeah. I mean, if they if uh, if they give us like a vintage backlash set, then maybe I'll give it. <laughs> I mean, how do we feel about the name backlash? Like, is that like a step above fast lane? Like, I know that's always. I mean, which fast lane's a step above? Great balls of fire, right? Um, yeah. yeah. Roadblock's in there, too. <laughs> That's what I did. I forgot about Roadblock. Um, I, I, I like, I think Backlash is okay. Like, it's it, it's one that, that, you know, comes from the land of, uh, like, pay-per-views that had the distinct sets. So, like, I feel like that's a step above, like, Fastlane. Oh, crap, my screen moved. There we go. Uh-oh. Um... It's 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 above that and and great balls of fire and stuff like that. So uh, I think I'm okay with the name. Um, you know, if you, if you're gonna give me if you're gonna give me Todd Pettengill again uh, for for whatever reason, uh, then you're already getting a step above on on the the grade as well. I mean, when you're thinking of like names of pay per views that aren't just like tied to the gimmick matches, like so take away Elimination Chamber, Money in the Bank, Royal Rumble. I'm, I guess Survivor Series 
to an extent as well. Like there's tiers there have to be right. So like tier one's obviously WrestleMania SummerSlam, that kind. Well, even it, let's just, like, even if you get away from the big four, yeah. It's, it's okay. Like I feel like the big four is kind of you know the the you know the, that's what we knew. Like once you got in your house and then in your and then it was like you know in your house uh, you know deadly games in your house Canadian Stampede. And then it started just becoming, uh, you know, Judgment Day, Armageddon, Unforgiven. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like once we hit once we hit that, like that period of time, I think those are the ones. I mean, for all of like, and I've never, never been a, a WCW guy, but I always felt like WCW at least like was a bit more creative with their pay per view names, and I kind of prefer what they had with their pay-per-view names over just like the generic stuff that we kind of got with WWE with like the Armageddon's, the night of champions, that kind of thing. Yeah. I, I feel like there was a, there was a really good period in there um, with, with, with WWE in terms of names. And then, you know, and, and then we've, we've kind of got a little, a little like goofy with it. Um, you know, like when when you when you got down to having a, a, a TLC pay per view and you have one TLC match, uh, or you know Elimination Chamber uh, pay per view and you only have one Elimination Chamber match. Like you know, when you get into the early two thousands, um, you had like No Way Out, Backlash, Insurrection. This was two thousand one, Judgment Day, Invasion, Unforgiven, No Mercy, uh, Vengeance. Like yeah, I thought, you were just listing off Creed albums right there. <laughs> <laughs> um like I didn't think those were those were that bad. Uh Armageddon is probably one of my my more favorite uh pay, like non big four pay-per-view names uh that that they ever had. Um and and also part of it too was and I'm not I'm not a person who's necessarily in favor of bringing back a unique set for each and every single pay-per-view. Like if you have, you know, I think you could have Royal Rumble stands kind of stand on its own now because you're you're doing them in baseball stadiums. But I think if you had like a SummerSlam set, a Survivor Series set, WrestleMania also stands on its own. But then if you had like a a set for the rest of the pay per views, and then and and again you could kind of steal it from AEW. You kind of just have other props around, um, you know, you know that would differentiate. Uh, backlash to, uh, y- you know, Unforgiven. I don't know what those props would be, but, um, you know, just that it's, it's different than a Monday Night Raw, it's different than SmackDown, but you don't necessarily, like, because custom staging is, is crazy expensive, too. Like, some of those things that WWE did in the early 2000s, I don't even want to know what those pay-per-view sets would cost now for one night. <laughs> like, right. you know, the, like, and... and, and but yeah, it, the the names, especially in recent years, have gotten have definitely gotten a little out of control. I mean, at the same time, they could probably auction off those like pieces of those sets, and idiots like us would be like, "Oh well, yeah, I, I want well, you're that. you're not wrong." Oh, yeah. Like, I think 2017, and I think that was the year with like the most pay per view events too. Um, <laughs> but like, you had Elimination Chamber, and then you had Fastlane. <laughs> You had Payback, Backlash, Extreme Rules, and again, how many of those matches were Extreme Rules matches? 
Money in the Bank, Great Balls of Fire, Battleground, No Mercy, Hell in a Cell, TLC, Survivor Series, Clash of Champions. Yeah, when when did they give us Roadblock? That was uh Yeah, Roadblock was I think a once and done, wasn't it? Yeah. That was twenty sixteen. Roadblock end of the line. And did Extreme Rules give us the stairs match? I think that was the TLC. Yeah. TLC, yeah, tables, ladders, chairs, and stairs. <laughs> God, just yeah, real bad, real, real bad. Jim, I know you're. You're. I'll give you a spoiler here. Unfortunately, there's no mention of the stairs match in the Big Show show. Oh I'm man! Sorry if, if you were Why waiting. am I even going to watch it? <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> no, I do. I, I started it. I got. I got to see this thing out. Um, Backlash. The name uh, dates back to what. 1999, I think, was the first year. He raked my uh, it back. It took a bit of a hiatus and then came back to us just recently. We only had a few of them, I think. Um, so I don't know what it was called between, I think, like, 2010, 20, 2009. I think some of those one. is probably where we got the Great Balls of Fire and we got uh, you know, Fast there. Lane got introduced and, and, and things like that. Um <laughs> at least made sense in what they were talking about like the fast lane to wrestlemania great balls of fire was just like <laughs> what was the logic behind great balls of fire uh they needed an excuse it to use the jerry lee lewis song like the rest of the right they found the rights to jerry lee lewis vince, in a briefcase. vince found the record he was cleaning he was cleaning out his office and goes god damn this is good shit pal jerry lee lewis like the rest of this stuff is stuff I could see, like Triple H just like having tattooed on his body. Like, hey, <laughs> no way out on my back. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's on that's on Steph's back. There's no way. Uh, <laughs> no, that was bad. That was, that was, um, Backlash originated in '99, so it went '99. Okay. It went all the way through to 2009. So it had uh, 11 events, '99 through 2009. They brought it back 2016, 2017, 2018. Okay. It took last year off, and now it's back. Why not? Yeah, why Why not? Uh, yeah. I pulled up the 1999 Backlash card. It, it's surprisingly good for that for that time. Um, they had they had heat on the – so we had four heat matches, which I can't believe they crammed four matches. Four matches on onto heat. Onto a heat show. Uh, Nicole Bass and Val Venus took on D'Lo Brown and Ivory. Wow. That match lasted one minute and 43 seconds. So you understand that. That's how they got four matches on heat. Got it. Draws and Prince Albert defeated too much in one minute and nine seconds. (laughs) Kane defeated the big boss man in two minutes and 45 seconds. Okay. And Viscera defeated Test in two minutes and nine seconds. Okay. The longest match on Heat was two minutes and 45 seconds. Well, because the thing, too, those Heat shows, they they also used it as the free-for-all to promote the pay-per-view, to get you to buy the show. So I'm like, how are you going to cram four matches and promotion into into, into 40 minutes of TV? Because there was commercials. (laughs) Was that on, on MTV, I think? Uh, it's either MTV or USA. Or USA? Yeah. It on MTV when, like, when USA lost the licensing for those couple years because Raw went to TNN. Which turned into Spike. Okay. Right. And then. Yeah, that makes sense. Probably went to MTV at that point. 
So what did the rest of that card real quick? The main card was the Ministry of Darkness, which was Farouk, Bradshaw, and Midian. Um, they defeated the Brood in 11 minutes and 38 seconds. Okay. Al Snow defeated Hardcore Holly in a hardcore match, which clocks in at 15 minutes and 27 seconds. So maybe that's when we go back and do wow. a watch along with because what the hell took fifteen minutes in that match? Yeah, write that down. Somebody write that down. That's that's it. That'll write be a down. good watch along. Um, the Godfather defeated Goldust with the Blue Meanie. Okay. For the Intercontinental Championship, that's five minutes twelve seconds. The Godfather was the IC champion at the time. The New Age Outlaws defeated Jeff Jarrett and Owen Hart. That okay. determined the number one contender for the tag team championships. Mankind defeated Big Show in a boiler room brawl match. Wow, okay. Triple H Triple H defeated X Pac in nineteen minutes and nineteen seconds. That's a long match. Twenty yeah. minute X Pac match? Wow. What's going on? The Undertaker defeated Ken Shamrock. Uh, that match was 1853, so just under 22 minutes. <laughs> and uh, the main event was a no was a no holds barred match for the WWF Championship. Stone Cold Steve Austin defeated The Rock. Okay. Huh. Matt's favorite wrestler, Shane McMahon, was the special guest referee. <laughs> oh, where's the damn? There it is. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. I like how Matt just looks off the screen when that plays. He's like, nope, looking away. It's the it's the Russ Vitale disgust. The look, the look the of disgust. Face. The look of disgust. Where's the gabagool? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Denise checking in because Charlie is uh, is putting together a desk. He's not allowed to come out and play. But she said, Charlie said, at least it's not Coastal Crush. Uh, which was that? Was that a WCW uh, pay per view? No, I think he's thinking Crush, like the Hawaiian Crush, right? No, I, well, we were talking about pay per view names and bad pay per view names. Oh, Coastal Crush. Unless I'm, unless I'm a little like a goddamn Seven Up drink. Unless oh, I'm, uh, oh, it, it looks. NWA Clash of Champions number eleven. Was was named the Coastal Crush. That was uh, oh, shit. June thirteenth. Oh, we're almost at the anniversary. We're almost at the uh, the thirty year anniversary of that one. Uh, June the thirteenth, nineteen ninety. NWA Clash of Champions number eleven was the Coastal, Coastal Crush. Crush. It was in Charleston, South Carolina. So there we go. I didn't know that. There we go. That one uh, was main evented. NWA World Heavyweight Title Junkyard Dog defeats Ric Flair with Ole Anderson. Flair was defending the title. That was by DQ. Six minutes, thirty-seven seconds. So there we go. Coastal right by crush. the Dairy Queen. Coastal Crush. Um, all right, Devin had Braun Strowman winning that one. Matt, did you predict this? One? I I lost track. Ryan, did you predict this match? What 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 match? Strowman versus the Miz and Morrison. Hey hey ho ho. Uh yeah 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 Braun Strowman Strowman okay um yeah. I I could I honestly couldn't remember it got that far away from us that uh, <laughs> really went down the rabbit hole right? we we absolutely did hey I'm fine with that I am absolutely fine I thought I had a Braun Strowman sound bite somewhere on here ah hell I lost it 
was it? Oh. I think it's the one where he was running. I'm not furnished with you. There it is. Um, the, the theme song was in Shouty's own name. <laughs> uh, all right, we got the singles match for the WWE Championship. Drew McIntyre defending against uh, against Bobby Lashley. Bob. Um, I have McIntyre retaining. So does Mark and Tim. Um, but I said it a couple weeks ago. I'll say it again. I, I've really, and I, I can't believe it, but I've really been enjoying this version of Bobby Lashley with MVP. Um, this, this to me is more what Bobby Lashley should be. And that's an ass kicker. Like, um, so I'm, I'm, I, I like this version of Bobby Lashley, not enough to where I think he should be WWE champion at this point. Um, but if they, if they keep going, uh, maybe I'll change my mind on that one. I also think Lashley could be in line for a potential returning Brock Lesnar. Uh, that, that's something I feel like, uh, could be happening. We might, I feel like that would be a great SummerSlam match, Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley. Um, but yeah, Drew retaining. Jim, Bob Lashley is on the wrong side of 30. Can you guess how old Bob Lashley is? Uh, I'm going to go 38. Matt, do you have a prediction? Matthew, is that your actual guess that Bob Lashley's 38? Yeah. I thought he was like 44. He is 43. Wow, okay. Bob! Um, Yeah, so, uh, I don't think think it's going to happen for old Bob here. Uh, 35-year-old who's still on the wrong side of 30, apparently, from whatever numbers we determined at one time. Uh, 33, Drew McIntyre, I, I think, will be. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah Drew McIntyre, uh, <laughs> Big Mac Attack. Um, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be winning here. You know, I knew you two snowflakes <laughs> would go against the man that Donald Trump chose to represent. In a- <laughs> and here he is. Just standing up for America, and you want to pick this Irish guy. A small loan of a million dollars? No, Drew McIntyre. All right, <laughs> China! <laughs> um, Devin has Drew McIntyre. Chris says uh, Lashley is going to win the belt to be a transitional champion for Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. Um, certainly could be in the cards. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I don't think that is what is going to happen. I think... I do think Lesnar's going to return, and I do think we're going to get Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar, but I think it is going to be without any championship attached to it. Um, but uh, trust me, I, it would not. I wouldn't put it past uh, the WWE to um, to to make that happen uh, at this point either. Uh, and then the final match of the card. Hey Matt, I've got uh, I've got like seven different people that joined uh, along in my watch party. So I love Charlie's name. You're not seeing it. You're not changing. I just renamed myself. I'll say he, j- he literally just did. Oh, there it is. I didn't even see it. It came up. Okay, never that's, mind. That's great. I've got, uh, I got Steve live with us now. Ty live with us. Hello, guys. Thank you for checking in. Yeah, welcome uh, Dan, in. Dan, Ali, Tina. A whole bunch of people are checking in over here. I appro- We definitely appreciate it. We appreciate all the love from people. Uh, then the final match uh, on the Backlash card. Uh, he raked my back. Oh, no, he didn't literally rake um, Is we, uh, we got... The greatest wrestling match ever. 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 Um, ever. We got Edge against Randy Orton. 
Um, of course, Edge won the uh, won the marathon match at WrestleMania this year. Um, intern Mark has Edge picking up the win in the greatest match ever. Uh, I have Randy Orton, and so does Tim has Randy Orton. I don't think this is the last greatest match ever that we're going to see out of these guys. Um, but, uh, yeah, Randy Orton picking up the uh, the victory here. Yeah, I I actually don't know. I'm not sure <laughs> who it's going to be. Uh, I'll, I'll go with Edge. All right. Edge. <laughs> Because I think two fifty-year-olds are definitely going to put on one of the greatest matches I've ever seen. I mean, you never know. A plus. A plus. <laughs> Twenty-two I mean, minutes. Orton's Orton's kind of backed himself into the corner now, too. I mean, he talked all that shit on NXT last week. He has to put on the greatest. Tomato match. chips. I think this is going to be an absolute f of a match. I'm not looking forward to it at all. Um. But Orton will get the win just because they need to carry out this this feud that, you know, apparently a lot of people want to see. Who wants to see it? A lot of people? A lot of people want to see this? Um, I mean, I don't mind them wrestling. I don't – and, and like, here's the thing. Like, I, I know back when, when they were first promoting – uh, this is the greatest match ever. Like every like, people kind of lost their damn minds about. It. And I'm like, look, I get it. It's it's a marketing it's a marketing thing. It's gonna be a merch marketing. piece, whatever. Um, I I I just I wish I could get fifty cents every time they say the greatest match ever on an episode of Raw, or play that uh, the the song that they have for the promo because I I would be a rich man. I feel like you what? said merch there, Jim. Oh, sorry. And merchandising, what, what, merchandising. What is the song? Um, like, can you say a few bars for me? Uh, no, no, I don't think I, we. we, we I want to keep the viewers that we have. Uh, it's by it's by Code Orange, isn't it? Probably, I would imagine. No, uh, like, give me the tune. How does it go, Jim? Uh, You're a musical guy. You play like the drums. Nah, well, no, I don't. I don't play the drums currently because I don't have any drums uh, in my house, but. Uh, Bang on I mean, your fucking you belly or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> bang, bang on my belly. No, no, I don't. I don't like. I said I don't want to. I don't want to embarrass anybody either, namely myself. Um, Devin has uh, <laughs> Devin has Edge uh, picking up uh, the victory in in this one. So that yeah, I, I would I would bet dollars that. <laughs> If you played the tune on your belly, we would gain viewers. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, maybe. I, I, let's save that kind of activity when Ryan and Tim get are back in studio here, uh, and we can, you know, we we can we can do that shirtless episode Ryan's always wanted to do, and we'll do the three tenors of of, of shirtless belly playing. Yeah, we'll be we'll be the new stomp. Like I think I'll be I think I'll be so happy um, that that. There's people actually in the studio with me again that I would actually probably do the topless show. So, um, you know, send, keep sending positive vibes that the coronavirus gets the fuck out of here and, and we can get back to having uh, my friends in studio. Because I do. I miss it. Like, don't get me wrong. I like this Zoom thing. And I think even once Sorry. Ryan and company are back in studio, we can still do this so we can see Matt every week. Um, but, uh, he is the cute one. He is the cute one. <laughs> for radio. <laughs> That's what my dad always said. I was like, gee, thanks dad. Now I wonder why I'm in therapy. Um, 
but the uh, <laughs> but no, I I I do look forward to the day when uh, when when we are back in studio together uh, because I do miss that. Day, Ryan eating chicken croquettes with his Mountain Dew. Oh. Big booty Judy just serving fries. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I'm looking for. Uh, yeah, I I freaking miss it, man. I Can't really wait. do. Uh, Charlie says, uh, word to the wise, gentlemen, don't ever let your wife buy a desk from Wayfair. They're harder to put together than fucking Ikea. I think this desk took some blue chew. So, uh, if you're, if you're, (laughs) if if you're keeping, keeping track at home, just, uh, just be careful where you're buying the furnitures from. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's move on here from the paper. Do you, do we have a prediction on what, uh, what grade we think? This show will get Ryan. Go ahead. Yeah, this is this one is going to be a D. A D. Wow. It can well, it can only get better than than I'm imagining this fucking show to go. There we go. Set it's going to be awful. Setting the expectations low, Matt. What do you think that this show will be? Um, I'm going to say that you gotta watch the live video if you want to know what I would rather watch in this pay per view. You gotta see what I. <laughs> um so Matt you're going in with with the low the low grade um grade. I think that this show uh will will do a solid C plus C plus Devin says C um <clears throat> the question of the week the old uh the three count question of the week uh I said which match are you most looking forward to um I'm gonna the last go- one. The- <laughs> Matt, go ahead. Which match am I most most looking forward to? Say the, the the tag, the women's tag, match. the women's tag. Um, I uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead with Braun versus the Miz and Morrison, just because I think it'll be a little bit comedic. And I'll hold out some hope that the Miz and Morrison, like I said, will end up as 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 dual champions. But uh, that's the one I'm most looking forward to. Um, don't forget that after the after this on Sunday, the the next installment of the Last Ride uh, debuts on the network. So, but that was your the three count question of the week. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's move. Charlie says he thinks the pay per view could be a low key good show because expectations are so low. Um, when when they ship you the desk and you're putting it together, just word to the wise, the glue, you're not supposed to sniff it. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's that's good. All right. So obviously over the past few weeks uh, on uh, on on Raw, we have seen the uh, the battle segments between the Street Profits and the Viking Raiders. Hinga dinga dargan. Um, I think these are they're one of the more like polarizing, like things that the WWE's done from from like a, a like character development standpoint. Um, I'll be honest, the the first the first one when it was just the the Viking Raiders, hinga dinga dargan, in uh, in the like, the car singing or something. I was like, this is awful. But I have actually enjoyed the uh, the battle segments the basketball the golf the the axe throwing bowling i have found them to be extremely entertaining 
Um, why the Viking Raiders are, are involved in this is can be debatable. Like, I, I think they're trying to appeal them to people that want more than just really great tag team wrestlers or wrestlers. Period. Um, but uh, I have enjoyed. I've enjoyed the segments. I, I think they've been entertaining as hell. Uh, Ryan, your thoughts on them? I'd rather watch the Big Show show than a segment <laughs> with these two battling out in things that that are not at all wrestling related. Are you and sure they're not about even that? Accurate. It's horseshit. The bowling thing. No one bowls like that. Get out of here. <laughs> You're getting hung up on the accuracy of it. It's garbage. <laughs> the I, and I can only imagine, Jim. Only imagine if they have something like the Jurassic Express and the Dark Order doing this on AEW, you would poo-poo all over it. <laughs> uh, I can't confirm nor deny. I can't confirm nor deny. Um, you can. I, I, I can't. I can't because they, they have AEW hasn't done that yet. They just have every match, you know, with, with interference and chaos at, at the end of every show. Um but uh, fair. but Matt, uh, your thoughts on uh, on these segments? They don't have a, a pig match, so Jim can't stay <laughs> on it. I mean, and to be fair, both both sides of the coin, Ryan, you you sat through Big Boss Man feeding Al Snow his own dog, <laughs> and this the, the believability of the way bowlers are holding their bowling balls is is what really does it but no it's it's absolutely garbage <laughs> i mean if we're talking in believability why are we even here okay like i mean like let, let, let's be honest like uh, you know i if believability speak i don't know that uh jungle jack perry uh would would really hold his weight against cody Rhodes. like but you know i i just uh believability um it, what you mean do you- al, al snow didn't eat pepper <laughs> That was not. That wasn't real. It wasn't real. Um, might have. I mean, again, it's the attitude era. Who knows? That that's true. That that is entirely. I'm surprised. You know, looking back at some of the things they did during the attitude era, I'm actually shocked they didn't show um, them cooking the dog, like actually cooking the dog. How many wrestlers ate Sonny's roast beef? I mean, oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Going back. Chris is the, the one he's most looking forward to is edge. Orton least looking forward is Oscar or Oscar and Naya simply to the fact that Naya is a, is like watching a botch fest. Uh, Devin says he thinks these segments, uh, have been okay. Um, but I feel like most people either like, like love them or Way hate them. Way to sit on the fence, Devin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, no, I feel like either people find them entertaining and that is probably the more unpopular opinion or uh, people absolutely hate, hate it. Like I don't, there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of Devins out there that are sitting on the fence about these segments. Um, this was something I, I had seen, um, on, on Twitter, and I did post it to, to our Facebook page, and um, it was, if you could change the ending to any WrestleMania match, what would it be? Um, so that you guys didn't know I was going to uh, pop the question, 
uh, <laughs> on you. I'll, I'll read a couple of the uh, of the responses here from the Facebook page. Tyler says, Lesnar, Undertaker, simple fact that that was supposed to be the end of Taker, but he's returned and uh, even lost again at WrestleMania. Um, so the WWE's kind of been backpedaling on that. Uh, Jason has Hart and Yokozuna at WrestleMania 9. He would have had Hart retain and then face Hulk Hogan in a mega feud. Uh, Mario has Crush and Savage at WrestleMania 10. Uh, the match was undervalued as the falls count anywhere. Uh, Nick has the Charlotte Becky Sasha from WrestleMania 32. Uh, he would have Sasha win instead of Charlotte. Uh, Tiffany has Shawn Michaels and the Undertaker. I assume the 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 first of the WrestleMania matches, um, or one of the WrestleMania matches. She said she thinks the rivalry could have gone on longer. Um, Tarion has Lesnar and Taker. Someone else should have ended the streak. Devin says Rock seen at WrestleMania 29. He would have added CM Punk made it a triple threat. Um, for me, uh, and and this this type of question, I feel like will the this will always be my answer to it. And Matt, you can write up a funny name for this one uh, if you want. Uh, but the Iron Man match at WrestleMania 12, uh, I, I would have I would have loved to have seen Bret Hart retain there. Um, and, and I think if that would have happened, like looking back on it, how, how much different the WWE and WWF could have been since, you know, a- after that, cause it was, you know, the next year had like Brett had come back to, to take on, uh, Austin and, and, and it was part of that feud. And then in, by, by the time you hit WrestleMania 14, Brett was gone. Um, and, and Michaels was wrestling his last match for a number of years. So a lot of things change after WrestleMania 12, but my answer for that will always, uh, always be Brett and Sean at WrestleMania 12. I feel like I tweeted my answer and you didn't read it. I didn't see it on there. Mm, that hurts my feelings. Wow. I didn't see it on there. You liked it and shared it. Or retweeted it, whatever you do on the tweeters. Did I? Let me, uh... Yeah, that's take your time. I do not see any response from from you on here. Unless it's not showing up on my iPad. Let me pull it up on the uh, the computer here. No, that's fine. You don't have to go out of your way. I might have fucked up. Who knows? Ryan is blocked from the three count Thursday. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> now, so this is how it, he finds out. And, and, oh, and JB, Hell, I believe. Let's see. I, I, I'm now, those Matt. Are the, I, those are the two. Matt, do you have a response while I uh, while I, I look for this? Um, I mean, yeah, I do. Um, I think Punk should have gone over Taker at WrestleMania before the streak was broken. I think Punk was the one that had kind of earned that for him. You know, who knows? Maybe at this point, he's still in WWE. Uh, you know, we don't lose him. Um, and I, I've always been the, the CM Punk apologist of the group. Um, so I, I I just kind of think like we lost Punk before Brian was really hitting his stride in WWE. I think that could have been just a fantastic storyline told. Um, so that would have been my pick in terms of recent stuff. Um, but, you know, if we go back further... I don't necessarily agree with, you know, Cena just 
burying the shit out of <laughs> <laughs> out of everyone at WrestleMania. I don't agree with the Miz going over Cena at WrestleMania. So there's you bite there's just you a, bite your tongue. <laughs> it's just a lot. Um, but, Ryan, uh, I did. I found yours. It was on Twitter, not on Facebook. That that that's why. Because I oh, you were reading from Facebook. I was reading from Facebook. Um, oh yeah, I was definitely on the Tweety thingy. Yeah, he says I'd have Bruce Pritchard go over Iron Sheik in the gimmick battle royal. <laughs> Solid. Solid. Exactly um, what I would do. Uh just a couple from Twitter. Charlie had uh Punk or Orton to end the streak, Booker over Hunter, Brock over Goldberg at WrestleMania twenty. I I would just not have that match. Like that match could just never exist and, and I think we'd all much be better off. Uh, Hogan, Hulk never beats Yoko. Oscar uh, over Charlotte. And the the other one that, that glaringly sticks out is Dean over Rusev at WrestleMania when we had the tank entrance. I think that was oh that yeah was yeah opportunity as well. That yeah that was a mistake. Or um, uh, Bray Wyatt over John Cena at WrestleMania 30 uh, as well. So. Yeah, yeah. Once we got into some of these, some of these more recent WrestleManias, I feel like a common theme is John Cena not winning. How about that? How about how about we go uh, with that as a uh, as a shouldn't have happened? Um, all right, uh, let's uh, let's look at this here. Uh, I saw this article on 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 uh, Fightful dot com. Uh, Charlotte Flair uh, says she's extremely proud of uh, Tessa Blanchard winning the Impact world championship and uh remains optimistic that something similar may be in her future as well charlotte uh, of course has been the driving star and uh, driving force and standout star of the women's uh, evolution in wwe uh with 12 women's championships under her belt um there are those that feel the only step up for her is to take a leap into intergender uh wrestling uh when in interviewed, she was an interview asked about uh, Tessa Blanchard winning the world championship in Impact. Um, she said, it's something that I want to pursue, but if you look at the big picture, when women are succeeding in different organizations all around the world, we're all succeeding and we're all winning from that. Uh, so for her to hold that accolade, we should support and just be extremely proud as a woman to see her do that because uh, when one's doing well, we're all doing well. Um, so Charlotte did kind of hint that uh, she would like to possibly one day uh, hold a men's title. And I put that in quotes because, you know, the, the, it, it's not a, you know, obviously the the, the, the the Raw women's title, SmackDown women's title, women's tag title, but none of the uh, quote-unquote men's titles are actually men's champ. There's no rule that says they are men's championships. Um, like, obviously the first step in, 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 in this uh, potentially – happening at any point would be the WWE having to be willing to go down the intergender wrestling route at all, which we haven't really seen, um, you know, besides what Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle versus Triple H and, and Stephanie at WrestleMania a couple of years ago when, when Ronda kind of went at it with Triple H, um, so there's not we there's not a lot of instances in today's WWE of that. So you'd have to go there first. Now, like, is this something that you think will actually happen at some point uh, in the WWE? No, I don't. I don't. I just don't think the WWE and their t- 
target audience is interested in watching that. Okay. How about you, and Matt? This is a question I pose to everyone that we have on the podcast um, in terms of female wrestlers is, do we see this? Um, and the resounding answer and, and the answer that I would give myself is, do we really want to? I think that the intergender thing is kind of something that is sacred to independent wrestling. Like we as independent wrestling fans kind of need to hold on to some things as like, Hey, this is ours. Don't mess with it. I think deathmatch style wrestling is something that will always be just exclusive to indies. And I think intergender wrestling falls into that same field. You know, and I know we've seen it um, or we've seen hints at it on the main stage. You know, the, the Tessa Blanchard thing is one thing, um, you know, we've seen some like hints at it in WWE at, at Rumbles, uh, you know, Nia Jackson, Dean Ambrose, you know, we had the whole Becky Lynch and Ellsworth thing. So it's something they've kind of toyed with, but it's never something they've fully embraced. And I don't think it's something that they should just because that's kind of like a quirk or of the indie scene is just like, Hey, we can do this. This makes us kind of separate from WWE. And I don't, so I don't, I think WWE should kind of leave it alone. Cause I don't think that they would ever really do it the right way. Yeah. It's, you know, and, and obviously, you know, I think if, if, there's somebody that it is they're going to have do it. It will probably be Charlotte Flair. Um, just, I mean, she's been the the, the most heavily pushed uh, superstar in the on the women's roster, and um, you know, and 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 it would it would seem the most likely that that Charlotte would be the the benefactor if if they would ever go this route. But I I don't think they do, um, and and it's not because they shouldn't. Or that women um, couldn't compete with the men. I know Charlie in the comments said if China can win the uh, Intercontinental title, uh, Charlotte could absolutely. Um, and 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 maybe maybe it's not even that Charlotte would end up as WWE champion or Universal champion. Maybe she would go more go after the Intercontinental title or the U.S. title. And I wouldn't even I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily be opposed to that either. It's just I I I, I kind of agree with you, Matt, that that I don't know that. The WWE would necessarily do it the right way. Um, if, if anything, you know, and, and and not necessarily Charlotte because she's not a full time member of the NXT roster. Hell, she wasn't a full time member of the NXT roster when she was NXT champion for the last couple of months. Um, but I, I could more see it if like a Rhea Ripley would go after the NXT championship. Uh, or something, you know, something along those lines. Like I could see this more in NXT because, for like the reasons Ryan said, that's kind of the more indie portion of the WWE. And out of all the the, the major programs from WWE, and we'll, I'll lump in AEW, um, NXT is the most wrestling out of those programs. You know, so like I could see it more there if it happens, but I don't think it happens at all. Not that it shouldn't. I just don't think it it, it will. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't even know if it happens in a place like AEW. I'm trying to think and and go through their roster. I just you know, especially with 
the caliber wrestlers that they're putting I don't want to say caliber that's the wrong word but but I don't know I, I just don't see a, a, a female competitor wrestling a Chris Jericho or a Dean Moxley or I'm sorry John Moxley um, <laughs> Dean Moxley <laughs> successfully on on TNT I just I just don't see it happening yeah no I, I you know and and you know impact kind of struck on something that um we're wrestling fans are somewhat unfamiliar with anymore and and it worked for them and i i think it'll be that'll be more of an outlier as opposed to like something that happens regularly in in any company um but uh yeah i mean like i said if it if it would happen i don't think to me anyway i don't think there's any doubt that it's charlotte just because you know like i I jokingly said that you know right after she loses the nxt women's title uh, you know, she's kind of right back in the the picture. It would seem for the Raw Women's Title. So um, that's just she's 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 got a she she's she's well on her way to beating Ric Flair's sixteen uh, World Championships. But um, just a couple of news pieces. Uh, the, earlier this week, uh, New Japan had a press conference announcing their return uh, in uh, in in here in, the, in this month of June. They will have, uh, I think it's the, the the tournament show. I tried to pull the the original link, but the, it was it was uh, no longer up, so they must have moved them. Um, that will be without fans. Uh, Dominion uh, in July will be a two night show where they will have limited fans in attendance, um, and then a series of shows. So New Japan uh, is on their way back. Uh, that is good news. Uh, obviously, they've they've been sitting completely idle um, for the past couple of months, uh, and and for those that uh, are, are well into uh, New Japan, uh, this is obviously welcome news uh, to them. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's not something that has ever been in my uh, regular uh, viewership, but uh, for those that do, uh, they're excited about it. I think last week we may have uh, talked a little bit about some of the rumors surrounding Adam Cole uh, and, and his uh, end of contract. Um that it was expiring soon, according to PW Insider. Uh, Adam Cole has well over 18 months uh, left on his uh, current deal with WWE. So uh, obviously, at this point, no no plans on uh, on him moving on from uh, from NXT at this time, um, and, and obviously still retaining his uh, NXT title this past uh, this past weekend. We also talked about when we've we've talked about over the last couple of weeks. There's been uh, stories here and there about when uh, actual fans, uh, as opposed to wrestlers in the crowd, uh, may be returning to shows. But a uh, a fan had uh, recently posted a picture of themselves outside of uh, Full Sail Live and asked Triple H when there will be an audience in the building again. Triple H uh, quote retweeted it and said soon. Uh, the state of Florida is has continuing plans of reopen. They've been one of the more progressive states in terms of uh, their reopening plans. Um, so it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see, and and probably sooner than later, um, that both WWE and uh, and AEW may have some fans uh, in uh, in the building, uh, at least to some degree. I mean, obviously, I think you're going to see a lot of space. Between people, it will be it will be minimal crowds. 
like a like AEW obviously has has a little bit more of an advantage if we're talking numbers uh, because Daly's place is is much larger than Full Sail Live uh, or even the Performance Center. Um, so even at a a socially distant crowd, AEW would have more more people there. But uh, it'll be definitely interesting to see um, when fans might return and. Uh, the last thing I have news-wise, uh, last night was uh, FTR's in-ring debut with Dynamite. I don't know if you guys had caught that. Uh, I thought the match was really good, but I, I just, you know, we, we talked about jumping the shark a little bit earlier. Um, I not necessarily that the that that's what the the post-match segment uh, was there, but I, I just I thought the post-match stuff kind of made. FTR look a little goofy, uh, not that strong. I think if you just do the match, do a quick, hey, this is who the hell we are, uh, and then you get out of there, then it turns into a melee. Um, I, I just think it, it did FTR a bit of a disservice. Now, I mean, AEW, if you if you look down their tag division, and I think next week's Dynamite is, is like stacked with tag matches. Um, by all accounts, AEW... Um, doing tag team wrestling really, really well, uh, arguably better than anybody right now. Um, but I, I just, I didn't like the way, uh, that, that, that segment left FT, FTR. I just, I did felt it to be a little wonky. Yeah. I'm not sure what the end goal was to have the two members of FTR clearly outnumbered by the, it just didn't make a ton of sense. Um, what I took away from it though is, is again, how much I love hangman page, just like slowly meandering through the ring, clearly not in wrestling gear, drinking his booze. Um, it's uh, just good stuff. I love, I love what they're doing with hangman. Um, yeah, I don't know. FTRs, they debuted. I thought it was a great match. Yeah. I think butcher and the blade, um, are quietly putting on really, really good matches when they're in the ring and they're not quite getting the recognition from anybody out there. But, um, I think they're putting on really good matches. So, uh, yeah, Matt, the match, Blade fan here, I'll take that. The uh, the match was really, really good. Really good. I agree. A great way to open the show, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt, any thoughts? I I just haven't gotten a chance to catch up to it yet. Um, you know, I'm in the office this week. So, typically when I'm working from home, I, I have it on the background while I'm at work. Um, so, just just haven't had to the opportunity yet. Right. So thanks for ruining it, you dicks. <laughs> hey, like I said, like Ryan always says, if you don't want to be spoiled, watch it when it's live. Um, I uh, I have nothing else this week. I don't know if you guys uh, have any other any other topics, quick hitters on uh, on things to discuss. Ryan, real quick, just real quick, we were talking about the uh, the old Impact Wrestling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just pulled up the Impact Wrestling champions. Can you guys name? And it's it's just shame I don't watch it enough. Can you guys name any of the Impact champions other than Tessa Blanchard? Uh, what was that one, Matt? EC three. <laughs> uh, not yet. That's not trouble. yet. That's trouble. Um, uh, isn't uh, is Jordan Grace the the Knockouts champion? Jordan Grace is the Knockouts champion. Yeah. Um, what are their other titles? The X Division and the Tag, right? The X Division and their Tag, yes. Uh, so the X Division is uh, is uh, Shark Boy and uh, their their tag team uh, their tag team champions are uh, 
Beer money. America's most wanted. Yeah, beer Who? money. <laughs> beer money. Uh, no, no, no. It is uh, Josh Alexander and Ethan Page, our old friend Ethan Page. Uh, they're in the Lancaster a lot with uh, with KPW. They're their tag team champions. Uh, and Willie Mack is the X okay. Division champion. Okay. And I didn't know this again because I don't watch it, but apparently they have a, a stable called Cancel Culture. Oh. In... Uh, in, in Impact, it's it's RVD and Katie Forbes who got into some trouble when they did, like, those racy pictures. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you remember that. Uh, Jacob Crisp and Joseph P. Ryan, okay. uh, who, was, who was known as jo- Joey Ryan, they've all joined forces to rid Impact of everything toxic. They are now the cancel culture of, of Impact Wrestling. Um, so right, the so they're right to censor is what you're telling me. Right. Essentially, it's their right to censor. The, the the group bonded over unique forms of criticism that they received on social media. Now they've drastically changed all their personalities, um, deeming the public no longer deserves to observe what they do. So, so kind of a unique uh, a unique flavor on the right to censor. Cancel culture over there uh, at Impact Wrestling. Oh, what a theme! So bad, right? So bad. Just. Just the worst. Like, no, that's icky. Like, what an awful, awful entrance theme for a uh, so for, bad. for a ref, for any anybody to hear. Um, if uh, if nobody has anything else, Matt, if you want to uh, plug the Instagrams and plug uh, your Twitter and all that stuff, plug away. Um, Instagram, we've we've just kind of been taking a break. Um, you know, with everything going on, we just kind of let things happen um I'll, I'll try to get back on next week though um just you know because you know the main thing of our instagram was just always to promote women's wrestling too so um we'll get back to that next week uh the youtube channel does still have our three count thursday mad libs tomorrow at five o'clock three count thursday mad libs welcomes maddie max our 2017 woman of the year very nice uh, to to do that and then on saturday Gemma cross will be making an appearance on there so um you know you've seen her on stan styles intergender bonanza um and you know we'll we'll look to get stan himself on here in the near future i think that'd be a fun mad libs to have but you know we'll, we'll have a couple on there for you next week as well uh, i know right out of the gates we have one every day We'll have about three this week and, and probably about the same next week. So, you know, just keep subscribing, watching. Hope you're enjoying them. You can follow me on Twitter. It's at 3CT, the letter A, Philly as in Philadelphia, the number eight. So 3CT affiliate. Um, basketball is coming back end of July. So um, you have about a month and a half until I get really obnoxious. And then after that. <laughs> Notre Dame comes back, Eagles come back, you know, so follow now, and then you can block me come, like, July. (laughs) Uh, Devin, Devin, see you, buddy. Uh, Take care of yourself. Uh, Ryan, let people know where they can follow you if they want to follow you. I don't know why you'd want to. (laughs) Just give it anyway. It's it's R-Y-N. And then the word eagle, R-Y-N-E-A-G-L-E. And that's across all platforms myself. Uh, I occasionally post a picture on Instagram. I don't know what to post over there. I don't, I'm not an exciting person. I occasionally tweet. Don't let Ryan fool you. Um, I, I, look, I think I have around 9,000 tweets. 
I tweeted 9,000, wow. which is a ton of times for me. I can't believe that. But yeah, that that's a lot. Matt, what were you? What, what did you Most say about Ryan? I was saying that's not Ryan's Instagram name at all. So don't follow our YN Eagle on Instagram. Yeah, he would know. I don't fucking know. See, <laughs> Magnum AFI on Instagram. There you go. That's it. Yeah, there's a funny story <laughs> there, but that's for another time. That, yeah, maybe maybe that maybe that'll time, be a Patreon. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I'll post a picture occasionally. I don't know. My my most recent tweet is when law when Don when Don uh, President Don tweets out Law and Order. I just tweet out one of my favorite shows as a retweet. Chicago uh, PD. I him if he means if he means criminal intent be you. So he hasn't responded yet. I don't know what he's talking about. As long as he keeps tweeting it, I'm going to keep putting out my favorite shows. China. Um, all right, you can follow me at Big Jim Sports. Uh, I've been I've been spending considerably less time uh, on social media the past couple weeks just for my own uh, mental health. Uh, but uh, you can follow me there. Uh, you can also follow the show. That's what you should probably do at Three Count Thursday, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, also head over to threecountthursday.com. That's where you find all the links. Uh, you'll find our link to our YouTube. You'll find our link to all of our podcast streams. Uh, we're on Spotify now. Our merchandise at whatamaneuver.net. Right? What a maneuver. Thank you. Uh, our Patreon, our home network, NGSC Sports. We also stream at leebsports.com. Ryan, that is. Oh, he froze. L E E I B oh, Sports. Can you hear me? I can now. Yes, go. L E E I B Sports.com. All right. Thank you. And, uh, and much, much more. Until next week, everybody, please stay safe. Uh, Take care of yourselves, and uh, as always, go for the pin.